Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, everyone. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission. This is Eric. I'm Jason. Hey, guys, we got a special, special show for you today. Uh, Jason has a wonderful list of, yes. uh, of movies, TV shows. Yes. And, and uh, so what do we got? Okay, let's, let's start, let's start from the beginning here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've got, you've got a list here and you're yeah. going to go through this list, which has. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to go through this list. And what I did was I had a chance to compile, uh, my, these are just mine, my five worst television shows of all time. Okay. Five worst movies of all time. Mm. Oh, I forgot to fill out number five there, but I can Uh-oh. probably remember which one it was. <laughs> and then just to kind of flip the coin over the five best cameos. That's best cameos, not worst cameos. That will okay. be the next episode. But I decided to do, again, the five worst TV shows, yes. my five worst movies, and then my five best movie cameos. Best cameos. Okay, yes. got it. Okay, yeah. so do you want to... Let's start it off. Let's go with yep. the... What is the... Uh, what's your best... Yeah. TV show there. All right. Okay. So, well, my. Or I'm, wor- I'm sorry. Your worst. Sorry. Your yeah. worst. No, your worst right. show. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, and just to kind of preface what I'm going to say, I gave a lot of serious thought to this list. Yes. So, I just did not do a lot of surfing on the internet and just pick out stuff from IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes. I gave thought to it. Okay. With that being said, the these worst- are shows you, in other words, you're saying these are shows you've actually watched. These are shows I've actually watched. <laughs> disclaimer. I'm familiar with disclaimer there. Disclaimer. Yes, these are shows them. you've actually seen, had yes. to spend some time with. Throughout my 46 years on this planet, yes, yes, I've actually seen them. Okay. So my worst show that I rated was Welcome Back, Connor. Oh, man. I can't the believe sitcom, it. I can't yes, believe the sitcom it. The sitcom with John Travolta back yeah. when he had the flowing long hair. So yes, I used to watch Welcome Back, Cotter with my my uh, my brother when we were kids. Religiously, Re- well, well, semi-religiously. Oh, okay. We were, I watch it religiously. Yeah. We it obviously came out before we were born, but we obviously watched it in syndication. Okay. Well, when we I, were I watched it in real time. <laughs> I'm aging myself here. Good for you. When did that show so, come out? I think it came out, it came uh, out early '70s. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. say '72 or '73. But at any rate, uh, so we would go over. Wait, to my, did it come out that early? I I think I could be wrong. Okay. Maybe mid '70s. Okay. But but we'll any, fact check that. Quit interrupting me. Uh, at any rate, <laughs> at any rate, um, yeah, I used to watch the show with my brother at my grandparents. And you know what? I just did not derive any fun or enjoyment out of it. I guess because I didn't like John Travolta with the long hair and the mm. denim Levi jeans. But um, to me, it was just kind of a stale comedy. It didn't make me laugh at all. And John Travolta has never been able to do comedy. That It's just, look, there are some actors who can pull it off. John Travolta is not one of them. And I don't care how young he was. I don't care how old he is. He just, it didn't work out for me. And so, yeah, Welcome Back, Cotter was my okay, so, first favorite. Uh, so, TV I'm, I'm going to, okay, so I'm, first I'm going to say, well, I had a different experience. Welcome Back, Cotter, okay. I did like as a kid. Okay. And I think it was because it just hit, you know, as a young kid, it kind of hit that kind of adolescent humor, okay. right? Sure. Okay. Um, basically, the idea was that these were kind of, uh, Welcome Back, Cotter was, was, so people who don't know, was basically about a teacher. Uh, his name yeah. was Cotter. He came back to the kind of the hood he grew up in yeah. as a teacher to help. The, these were kind of throwaway kids. I think these were kids that just were kind of trouble. They were mm-hmm. doing bad in school and this and that. And so, right. you know, but, but it was a comedy in the sense that, you know, they weren't like necessarily violent bad, but they were just having right. trouble, right? So, yeah, exactly. and it was a, a bad neighborhood, I think in, the, in New York or something, it right? Was in, yeah, Brooklyn or it was in Bronx or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, oh, that's it. So, 
I was I was looking here. It says that he was a, a ethnically diverse remedial class called the Sweat Hogs. The sweat <laughs> that's, Hogs. That's the name of the John Travolta is ethnically diverse. <laughs> that's well, that yeah, okay. that well, it was. It had a lot of characters in it. You had a, but anyway, real quick, I just want to say because yeah. I know you got a list. We got to get on. Um, real quick, you had though. You had uh, well, you had sorry, John Travolta uh, yeah. played uh, Barbarino. Barbarino, that's right, Vinny Barbarino. Vinny Barbarino, and yeah. he had a, a catchphrase of uh, "Up yeah. your nose with the rubber up hose." Your nose with the rubber that's right, right. Yes. So yeah, oh, so as a kid, I love that. Right. Oh, you also God. had uh, was it Carvelli? Yep. And who? And he was the what's the name of the actor that played uh, Carvelli? Uh, I want to say Carvelli was portrayed by. Um, he was also the actor that did the voice for Roger Rabbit. Okay, Charles Fleischer. Okay, yeah, yeah, Charles yeah. Fleischer. Um, Please, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had a lot of so you had some guys that came out of that. Yeah, that that did pretty well. well I mean, that's obviously just, John Travolta, and that was before John Travolta did that. I think it was right before Saturday Night Fever came out. Right, that's so, right. Saturday yeah. Night Fever made him a star, but this was before that. The, this yeah. just to let you know, came out premiered September 9th, nineteen seventy five. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't so it was mid mid seventies. Mid seventies. Okay. okay, okay. So anyway, anyway, I love the show. I got to disagree with you. Go ahead. Fine. Okay. Well, you Next like one. it. I don't. <laughs> number two, my number two worst show of all time is the Chevy Chase show. Oh my now, gosh. Okay. The reason why I put this down is because I love Chevy Chase in the Lampoon movies. And yeah. obviously he's an SNL, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Le- legend. Yes. Okay, but he came out in 1993 with his own type of show. I couldn't wait for it to, to premiere. I know, right? Me yeah, too. Yeah, because Chevy, it was Chevy Chase. Right, exactly. And it was kind of it, like, he's a, number one of these, he's one of these other actors these comedic actors, especially, who try to come out with their own variety slash self-entitled shows, but they just never sold. Yeah. This one was garbage. Okay, I'll admit, I'm going to age yeah. myself here. In 1993, I was a junior in high school. Okay. And I remember when this came down, I was so eagerly looking forward to it. But I watched the first couple of episodes on it. Eric, there's a reason why it lasted only a season. It was garbage. It was bad. The com- the comedy was bad. Uh, the script, the, the writing was terrible. Chevy Chase just didn't have the type of bravado for this show that he had on SNL. I don't think his comedy fit well That's for that exactly, type of show. You yeah. hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. He is better as an improv actor and an mm-hmm. improv comedic actor a la SNL than he is on something like this. And this show was just absolute garbage. Hated it. It only lasted one season for a good reason. It was I think crap. he had his good friend Paul Simon on a lot. Now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's right. I, I remember. So. That, you're probably right if I remember too. Yeah. So the third uh, worst show on my list, oh, Baywatch. No! Yes, oh, no. Baywatch. You're not saying Baywatch. I am saying Baywatch. Okay, look. Okay. We all like watching Pamela Anderson and Donna D'Errico prance As a young guy. As a young guy, prance. I'll, I'll admit... Pamela or Anderson. even for some of the older guys, I'm sure they love watching that. Show. I wanted to. It was a I, popular show. Yeah, I wanted Pamela Anderson to drag me out of the Pacific Ocean. I'll admit that and give me CPR. Yeah. But David Hasselhoff, give me a break, okay? Baywatch just to me was ultimate '90s, late '90s, early thousands cliche. I mean, well, you know, just, you didn't watch it for the drama. Come on. You're right. I didn't. That's, I mean, I'm, no, I'm just saying the audience didn't in general, right? Mostly male, and well, they didn't it watch it. Geared. It wasn't for David Hasselhoff's Oscar-winning performances, right? right? Exactly. So, yeah. so that was number three on my list. Number four was Gilligan's Island. Oh, okay, really? I, I, okay, look. Okay, there is so much wrong with Gilligan's Island. All right, just think about it for a second. You have you have an old rich wealthy guy mm-hmm. you have a professor you have a ship's boatswain's mate you have a ship captain four guys stranded on an island with two young girls and one old broad what do you think really happened on that <laughs> island okay the comedy was they would just, have cannibalized themselves right yes they would have cannibalized themselves plus spending all the time on the island you think their clothes would get dirty they never did 
I thought of well, <laughs> suspension of disbelief. Come on, whatever, yeah. whatever. At any rate, that was my. You know, you know, the show. one thing I will say about Gilligan's Island that yeah. really ticked me off was that yeah. they came out with a movie, and I can't remember. It was it was after it was like a revisit to Gilligan's Island, right? Yeah. And so what it was was basically in this movie, it was like they had they had got saved, left the island, and everything was great. And then somehow, I th- if I remember correctly, somehow in this like one hour, two hour movie sitcom thing on, yeah. they ended up back on the island shipwrecked again <laughs> after they were saved. And I was like, oh no, you're kidding. Oh, and you just proved my point wah, as to wah, why wah. that show was number four on my list. Yeah. All right. And then my fifth and final one is, all right, John and Kate plus eight. Now, oh, the reality show? Yeah, it was the okay. reality show that was on Lifetime Channel. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the reason why this show to me was bad is because you always had Kate bitching and ragging. Pardon my French. You always had Kate bitching and ragging at John yeah. about make dinner, change the diapers for the kids, take the kids to soccer practice, do this, do mm. that, do this, do that. Why don't you do something, Kate? It was just a terrible reality show. And then subsequently, well, that, after it ended, they got divorced in real life, and she sued oh, him. Oh, it was like, it was like a mess, right? It was a discombobulated But that was supposed mess. to be the funny, you know, that, that's it. I mean, listen, these we know now, right? These reality shows are scripted, and that, yes. was, the, that yes. was the script. You know, Kate was the overbearing one, and John was, okay, whatever. And then he would do the goofy thing, and Kate right. would get mad. It was, it was a scripted show, basically. It was a sitcom. The unfortunate thing, too, uh, I think, is be- I think the kids were probably the ones that got hurt the most out of that I show, agree. unfortunately. I you know, it would, be, it would have been different at least if the kids, I don't know anything about them now, to be honest. But, okay. you know, if, if the kids, if they put all that money away for the kids, and they all went to school, and they all got great degrees, and they're doctors and lawyers, and having, you know, living great lives, then that's yeah. fine, you know, okay, you know, but. I think, yeah, unfortunately, I think the kids, I don't know anything about them, but it just seemed like it wasn't going to go too well for the, yeah. the kids. So, so those were my okay. top, those are my five worst shows on my list. I'll say I'll go with so. maybe, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with about three, maybe three of those with you. <laughs> Welcome back, Connor. I can't believe that. That's that oh, that my childhood. Three out of five. That's 80%. Uh, okay, I'll, okay. I'll go with that. Okay. But no, this is your list. You're right, yeah, man. You're this, right. Okay. So worst okay. now we got Jason's worst movies. Yes. Okay. So these I are, don't even, I don't know if I remember this first okay. one. I see it. Go <laughs> okay. ahead. Go ahead. Though. Okay. So the absolute worst movie I have ever seen in my life. Number one on my list is Freddy Got Finger. I'm never, I don't even remember this okay. movie. Okay. Do you remember a long time ago, a guy who made it big on MTV called Tom Green? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Tom Green was in Freddy Got Fingered. Really? Was he the lead in that? Was he it? was the lead in that, and he basically played this college guy who would show around co-eds and incoming freshmen. He would give them tours of the college. Okay. But interspersed with that was him going to frat parties and getting drunk and just... Uh, and then trying to hit on the. So it's kind of a national lampoonish type of movie thing, right? Like it, just a total. It tried to be Animal House Redux, okay. but it failed miserably. Really, it wow. was just terrible comedy, terrible acting. Tom Green was never much of an actor anyway. No, but, he just played himself. Right, and he he made yeah. it big on MTV. Doing yeah. doing some of the um, I remember he's like lick a cow. He do do these yeah. outrageous stunts, right, you know, right. or just act crazy around people right, and people exactly. and people would stare at him and that was the comedy. So Freddie got fingered number one on my and he worst married uh, Drew Barrymore. He oh that's right he did yeah and yeah. they got divorced but 
figures. Yeah. So anyway, that was my worst movie. Of and all now time he has movie. a sorry, but now yeah. he has a uh, reality, uh, not a reality show, but he has like a YouTube show. Where you can watch him just do stuff. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. He like for a while he got one of those uh, uh, because of COVID. He got one yeah. of those uh, uh, vans, those uh, travel vans, camper vans. Yeah, okay. And he was like traveling around with his dog, and he was filming it. You can yeah. watch that. And then I guess he finally bought a place up there in Canada by his parents because he's originally from really? Canada. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, or Canada. I don't know how you say, it, but Canada. But anyway, he, uh, <laughs> Canada. He, he's a, but, but he's he's filming that, and you can watch him. So you can watch. You can still watch Tom Green. Yeah. yeah okay, sorry. Okay. Right. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Number two. No, that's quite all right. Okay. So my number two worst movie on my list is Ishtar. Never seen it. Okay. So Ishtar. <laughs> here you're gonna I, know. No, about I, it. You know, I remember about this movie. And before yes. you get into, it, I'll just say this. Yes. I remember how when this movie was coming out, it was Dustin Hoffman, right? And Warren Beatty. And Warren Beatty. And I remember this was going to be the biggest blockbuster ever. Everybody kept talking about at the time. And this was back in what the eighties? Back in nineteen eighty-seven, or and it was going to be the biggest blockbuster ever. It kept yeah. it was coming out. You saw the posters all over. Yeah, I was a young guy back then. I didn't really care to see it, but yep. but anyway, go ahead. Ishtar's proof that you can have a great cast but a terrible movie. And Eric is exactly right. The the studio was uh, upselling this film like it was hotcakes. They were billing mm. it as the next epic, like Lawrence of Arabia. They were billing it as the next great action film. When in actuality, it was the worst build action film. Mm. It didn't have any of the uh, aforementioned action that I was expecting. And Dustin Hoffman, one of my favorite actors, one of the few things I've seen him in where I do not like him. Same thing with Warren Beatty. Again, Eric has proof you can have a great cast, but a terrible film. Yeah. So that's just chart number two on my worst movie list. You know, we may have to do a, a, a retro movie review. Let, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Next show. Worst All film right. ever. Okay, right. go ahead. Sorry, so number three. Number three on my list, Independence Day Resurgence. I don't, I don't know if I've seen this one either. You're not missing much. All right, this is the was sequel this the, to Independence Day. Was this Day. the sequel or the... Th- Third was there a third one to no. Independence Day? So just two, just two. Okay. This is the second of two, and All let right. me tell you, it's probably going to be the last of the Independence Day films. This movie, Eric, was so bad that Will Smith would not reprise his role as Captain Stephen Hiller from the uh, first film. He okay. saw the the studio tried to give him whatever he wanted. He would not do it anyway. For those of you who haven't seen it. It's basically about the aliens who attacked us in the first film coming back, only they're bigger and badder. Mm. Well, the, it was terrible, terrible acting. And just in case you don't know who's Did it have Jeff Goldblum in it? Jeff Goldblum returned. Judd Hirsch returned as Jeff Goldblum's father. Oh, okay. Um, Bill Pullman was back as the president. Ah. But at this time, he's not a president. He's kind of like a, uh, a mentally scarred man who has visions of the first aliens when they attacked us. Hmm. Uh, Robert Loggia made a brief cameo, and this actually came out like... I think, isn't his wife, uh, Bill Pullman, uh, Pullman, sorry, the one that played his wife in there, isn't she actually the president now? No, she she died in the first film, remember? Oh, she, oh, she died in the first film. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm getting confused film. then, that's I'm sorry. That's all right, that's all right. But it also had Liam Hemsworth was in it, and ah, uh, huh. somebody else was in it too, I forgot. What about uh, Quaid? Randy Quaid, was he in it? He was not, no, he Quaid, he died in the first one. Oh, he died in the first one yeah, too, that's right. he died right. at the end of the that's first right. one. But this one. I gotta watch that again, I haven't seen that, the yeah. first one in so long. Yeah, Eric, this film, my wife and I saw it at the theater, and we really? can, I can honestly say this is two hours and 15 minutes of my life I'm never going to get back. Mm. It's just terrible, bad effects, bad acting all the way around. Okay. Number, th- uh, number four on my list is 3,000 Miles to Graceland. All right. Wait, wait. That was a Kurt Russell one, right? Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner. They play Elvis yeah. impersonators who are bank robbers. 
and they go across. That was the, the worst g- one, really. I don't. Yes. I don't remember that one being so bad. I hated it, man. Really? Are you, okay, you go be ahead. Me. What, what, what maybe did you it was hate just about seeing it? Kevin Costner and Kurt Russell and Elvis Regalia as well. I think it was. Yeah, all those cool know. Elvis impersonators but, and 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 Kevin just, Costner and and Kurt Russell. Kurt yeah. Russell did a great job as far as an impersonator. Well, I just I didn't like as far as Elvis. But go ahead. Okay. And my fifth and final worst film, even though I forgot to write it down on the list, but I remember it. You can't forget it. It's etched in your mind. It's Jewel of the Nile, the sequel to Romancing the Stone. Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile was the sequel. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty bad. I don't remember that my, too much. I believe Jewel, Jewel of the Nile was the sequel, but Michael Douglas, Danny DeVito, and... Yeah, Cap- Romancing Cap- the Stone, Cap- I think, was the first one, right? Romancing the Stone was a, was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. But then Jewel of the Nile came out, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Mm. They tried... It felt like with that film, they tried to recapture the exact same chemistry they had in the first film. The only problem is the beaker blew up in their face because the chemistry did not work. I hated it. Wow. That's my fifth worst film of all time. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, you know, I can't remember. That one I don't remember. I remember Romancing the Stone. Um, yeah. Man, you're bringing back a lot of good good old, uh, like the Romancing the Stone. It's like, we got to do a review on that one. Which was directed of, by Robert Zemeckis. In the 80s and 90s, there were a yeah. lot, of good, uh, there lot were. of good movies were, uh, yeah. that came out. Yeah. So now I'm going to move on to my five best cameos. Now, why did I switch? Because, well, I've been talking about a lot of miserable crap here. This is going to make anybody cry. <laughs> so I want to end this on a feel-good Yeah, movie. let's go on, on a high note, right? So my five best movie cameos all of right, all what, time. What do you got here? Uh, my number one of all time is Christopher Lloyd playing Doc Brown in the comedy Million Ways to Die in the West. Interesting. That, that's the Seth MacFarlane comedy that has okay. Liam Neeson, him, and Sean, and Charlize Theron. Okay. And there is a scene where they're, if I remember correctly, they're either in a gunfight in an Old West town or whatever, but Doc Bur- Christopher Lloyd is there as Doc Brown with a DeLorean, and, no. he, and he looks up and he goes, Great Scott, or something Are you like serious? that. I am serious. Marty. Yes. Yes, yeah, so he plays Doc Brown, the cameo in Million Ways to Die in the West. That's my Where, top. What, what, what was the the suburb that Marty lived in? I can't remember. Was it Fairview? Hill Valley. Hill Valley. There we go. Hill yeah, Valley. sorry, Marty. Yeah, we're not in Hill Valley Wait, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my number two cameo, my number two favorite cameo is Bill Murray as himself in Zombieland. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know, Zombieland was one of those films that I started watching and I didn't complete it. And it wasn't because it wasn't bad. I think I just never got back to it. And I guess it didn't grab me enough to, to watch. Is it worth it? Do you think it's worth a watch? I Well, okay. In retrospect, it could have made my top five worst films of all time. Okay. It. But it <laughs> I don't feel so bad then. It didn't because much like Big Trouble in Little China, it's so bad that it's actually it's like a good. Cult. It's a cult classic yeah. now. Now it has Jesse Eisenberg who portrayed uh, Mark Zuckerberg in the Facebook biopic uh, Social Network. Okay. He also was Lex Luthor in Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League crap. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's he's been in a and lot And you've of got uh, what's his face Woody from Woody Harrelson from Cheers. Gotta see yeah. a movie with Woody Harrelson in it. Yeah. And then I think uh, not Mila Kunis, but um, Emma Watt, not Emma Watson, um, she was in the Amazing Spider-Man films. Peter's girlfriend. Emma, oh, uh, Emma oh. Stone. Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was in it. But Bill Murray, actually, I wouldn't even consider it a cameo. He's in a good chunk of the movie. Where is he, he really? Yeah, he is. He's in like I think thirty or forty-five minutes of the film. Wow. But so he plays. This does guy. he know later on? Because I don't remember the part I he watched. Does. He was he in it. He becomes a zombie later on. And no. He is typically amazing, Bill Murray. And if you know, Bill oh Murray, my god, I'm probably gonna have to watch it you're now. You're gonna have to watch it. Yes. Just so for he, that. He portrays himself. That's number two on my list. Number three is Tom Cruise as Les Grossman oh. in Tropic. Thunder. Oh my gosh. Yes, Tropic Thunder. And I rem- yeah. I love that cameo because one of my favorite lines in all cinematic history is 
a nutless monkey could do your job. <laughs> no, I'm serious. A nutless monkey could do your job. I want you to reach across the table and punch that guy in the face <laughs> as hard as you can. Remember I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grossman, oh, right? I love that. That was okay. that was yes. one of the best. That was one of the <laughs> one of the best cameos of all. That has to be the best cameo of yes. all time. I wish Tom Cruise would pull that guy out more often. Right? To me, I always thought this is how Tom Cruise really is. That's how, and that's how he should be. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so, you know, we all know Tom Cruise is the right. action star, right? right? But, you know, I mean, yeah. this this was the greatest the greatest yes. Cameo. I'll agree with you. That's got to right. for me. That's number one. So now we se- now we segue into number four, which is John Candy as Gus Polinski in oh, Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Gus Polinski, the le- the head of the polka band. The polka band, yeah. The polka band, yeah. So it's what just, was the name of that polka band? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, gosh, it was like should, polka guys or something. No, or? The polka kings of the Midwest or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. yeah, and of course there's he, he's in a good chunk of the film too, but it's still a yeah. cameo. But yeah, so he's that one memorable scene where he's there. They're taking uh, Catherine O'Hara's character back to Chicago because they're in that big moving van. Yeah, he's yeah. Sitting there in the back because they couldn't get a plane. She's trying to get a plane back right. from from. Uh, well, she got to Paris. Paris. Or she got to Paris. She got to the mainland. I can't yeah. remember where she actually ended up. But yeah, she's trying to get back to her son. Yeah. Obviously, and we so, all know Home Alone. But yeah, so she she takes the van yeah. with the guys because the no planes available. Yeah. yeah, and so John Candy had a nice little memorable role in there. It was oh. heartwarming. It was good. I he was it. always I I miss that guy, I miss man. John Candy that guy too. was that One guy was a true genius. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to do a tribute. You know, it's funny. I, I and we should we should also do a review of Uncle Buck. I I, oh, I love we Uncle Buck. we watched that recently around it was it was around holiday time, so it was a okay. while back. Yeah. But we watched Uncle Buck, and I was like, dang man, I forgot these movies are so good good with right. him in it and he and he could yeah. be in him and he was in a lot of movies and he was in there just a little he cameo a couple of minutes but it's like yeah. he made that movie it's like wow planes trains and automobiles yeah, yeah. hello that's a great one too so yeah john so, candy so oh, yeah man. so john candy number four best cameo on my list number five is mike tyson hmm. playing himself in the hangover that was that was an interesting <laughs> yeah i'm like uh-oh when okay. i saw it, i remember saying that i was like what's yes. gonna happen here okay so yeah is that my tiger is that my tiger all right. I think I better be quiet now. That's a you good idea. You guys took Alan. my tiger. All right. And of course, there's the scene but... where he's listening to Phil Collins. Um, I believe I we're coming in the air tonight. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. In oh the Lord. Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's there. Just he, and then they want to interrupt him. He's going. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just wait for it. This is the best part. Yeah. Look, my, Mike Tyson's a jerk, and I hate the guy, but he was perfect in The Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect playing himself in The Hangover. Yeah, and for sure. And one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when they're trying to look for um, they're trying to look for Doug, obviously, and they end up at Mike Tyson's house, and they're watching security camera footage, and mm. they show the guys taking a whiz in the back of his pool. But then you see out in front of the gate where it was, um, I think Zach Galifianakis who was pretending to mimic, um, a little bit of bestiality on his tiger. <laughs> and then he makes Zach Galifianakis makes a comment about it and says, I should be quiet. Shouldn't I? And then Mike looks at him and says, that's a good idea, Alan, you should be quiet or something like that. So yeah, I'll tell you when I first saw that movie, man, that was, that was an instant classic. Right. You right know? Exactly. Here, that, you know, I'm surprised that like the hangover two didn't make your list for probably, you know, it's, they always, I mean, I don't know if it was the worst, but I'll say well, they, they always try to redo these movies. Yeah. And cause it makes so much money. I understand why. 
why. Yeah. But yeah, there it's just like it's just a, a it crap close. fest compared to you know the close. first one. The first one because the first one just knocked it out of the park and you didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, you're watching exactly. this thing and it's right, like exactly. what the heck? And then when you got Mike Tyson, you're stealing the tiger. What's going to happen right. here? You exactly. know? Oh man. So yeah, it was great. Five best cameos: Christopher Lloyd, Million Ways to Die in the West, Bill Murray, Zombieland, Tom Cruise, Tropic Thunder, John Candy, Home Alone, and Mike Tyson in The Hangover. That is that is awesome. That is awesome. I love that list. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to come up. I'm gonna have to come up next time with my own list here. You know, the uh, problem is, is like I think the the bad movies I put them out of my mind. I can't remember. Well, and well, and I don't blame you. I mean, there were actually on my list. There were I originally had 20 films. But I realize, given the length of our segment, we can't discuss all 25 worst TV shows and films and cameos of all time or whatever. So I had to whittle yeah. it down to 10, and then I whittled it down to 5. So again, I gave it serious thought. And again, everyone, these are just my opinions. I'm not saying... This is, these this are your is, picks these for... Are picks. Yeah, yeah, these are your yeah. picks for the worst shows, yeah. the worst movies. But, but these are the worst shows, the worst movies, and the best cameos that have left an indelible mark etched in my mind, for better or worse. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> yes. What about... Can you think offhand? we got a couple minutes left. Yeah, can you think yeah. of maybe... A, what would be the worst cameo? The worst cameo of all time? Yeah. Can you Off the top of your head, can you think of anything? Off the top of my head, I'm thinking the worst cameo of all time is probably... Um, Okay, I'm going to go Bruce Campbell. Well, maybe Bruce Campbell at the end of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, where he comes oh, out at the end of the film and punching he, himself. he punches himself. And yeah, yeah. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to blame him. Listen, I know he's always in, in Sam Raimi's movies, but, right. you know, and I thought that one bit. Oh, wait, I have a better one. Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2, where he plays the vanishing man, gets caught in the uh, the high tension wires. I never saw that. I didn't see that. Really? <laughs> so he plays the vanishing man. He's invisible. Yeah. But there's a part where the vanishing man is flying down, floating down on a parachute and a big gust of wind comes and carries him up and he gets caught in high tension wires. And then just for a fraction of a second, you get a glimpse of Brad Pitt and his face is all, <laughs> yeah, there, that's you, the worst you didn't, one. You didn't know who he was? Is that what the whole joke was? You didn't know that who was he was? And then joke. all of a sudden you, you see, oh, it's, it's Brad Pitt. And then yeah. it was like. You didn't know who he was until he got electrocuted. And then you saw Vanishing Man was Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst one. Okay? Oh, man, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, no, that's I'm go, going back to, to, to uh, Campbell real quick. Yeah, I don't think, I'm not going to fault him for that. Um, sure, I, sure. I didn't, I'll, I'll agree with you though, man. I didn't like the end scene. It didn't, it didn't play funny to me, you know, because I always have Marvel right. always has the end scene. But I was like, okay, and then they stopped punching himself. I didn't, I didn't like yeah. that whole thing. I think they could have done the uh, what was he called the the pizza daddy or the the, uh, the pizza guy or pizza daddy or pizza uncle or yeah yeah yeah, yeah they could have something done like that, that yeah a little bit better. So pizza, I will agree I with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys, you hear the music? That's uh, that's all we have time for time this week. Time yeah. to get out of here. Yeah, remember to leave a review for us, please. Five stars if you like. It's the correct number of stars. That's the one we like, and it helps out the show. And speaking of like, don't forget to like us and follow us. That's right. So anyway, hey, take care. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.